Hello there, and greetings to you. Welcome to Duel of the Takes, the movie and pop culture podcast that pins the wildest, most unpopular opinions head-to-head. -head. Today, we are ranking over 30 video game consoles by playing a game of Kill, Fuck, or Marry. My name's Nathaniel Martin, and I am joined by my regular co-hosts, Joshua Kubis, Alden Mason, and Jory Boston. It's alright, I can see a lot better now. Did you back up? Why can you see better? I... <laughs> I only had one eye the past two days. Josh, why did you only have one eye? I was at work, and I was just like, wow, the right side of my eye is really hazy. And thinking like it was just my contact. I go home. I, I'm like, let me take out my contacts for the night. Take out my contact. My eye's still hazy, and I'm like, hmm, this is not good. And it kept getting worse, and I'm like, hmm, I'm losing my sight. <laughs> I go to the doctor. And she's like, yeah, you probably wore your contacts too much. And it, like, caused, like, you know, you're not getting, like, enough, like, oxygen in the eyes and everything. And it caused your eyes to be really dry. And it got physically swollen where it affected the eyesight. So I got to wear, like, my glasses, like, all the time for, like, at least the next week. I saw I had another appointment tonight. She says it's a lot better and I could see again. So that's fun. Last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. <laughs> Literally all of that for a Avengers reference. I love it. We are talking about a topic that we haven't ever discussed before. Video game consoles. It feels a little out of pocket. Yeah. And it's because the Xbox and PlayStation will be out by the time this video goes live. Yeah, today as of recording. Yeah, and their consoles are fucking dying. All right. So the way we're going to do this is in the Kill, Fuck, Mary format in which one of us will, uh, will take turns getting three assigned to us. And then we'll be putting them into the three separate categories, kill, fuck, or marry. And uh, yeah, we'll have to make a list ranked based on those three tiers. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right, Josh, your idea. You're stuck going first. As I do my dance like he does in Reservoir Dogs. To chop off the Nintendo Wii U's ear. I chop off the two sides of the Wii U controller. I'm like, here it is, the Switch. Oh, fitting you got this. It's the original Xbox. Hell yeah, my childhood console. Your next console is... Shit. The Game Boy Color. I wanted to put the Soldier Boy game console on here so bad. <laughs> <laughs> is the Nintendo Game Boy. This is going to be interesting. We'll see how based Josh is. <laughs> There's two consoles I had as a kid. Uh, I had the Game Boy, and I had the... Well, wait, which version of the Game Boy is this? The original Game Boy. Like the like the fat brick Game Boy. I'm marrying the Xbox, I'm sorry. It's the, it's the console I grew up with. Damn. I can't be that based. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> the Game Boy Color probably is a, was a really good Game Boy, but did it... Do you think it also came out too late? Um, I don't know that I believe that it came out too late. I just certainly believe that it was absolutely eclipsed by what came after it. Yeah. I, I do think it came out too late. I think it came out in, I think, 1997 or 1998. It was almost eight years after the original Game Boy, which came out in 1989. Yeah, and then the Advance came out like the next year, right? It, it almost became obscure. The only reason I believe it was released was because of Pokemon Gold and Silver. I mean, there's a great game on it, but I mean, the the original Game Boy, I mean, that's eight years of iconic, like, moments for maybe not our generation, but the generation before us. I think I, I'm going to put the Game Boy 
in the uh, middle category, and then I guess I'm gonna yeet the Game Boy Color. I call that based. I would have married the Game Boy. <laughs> I would have married the Game Boy as well, but the Game Boy's placement in relation to the color, I call that based. I I agree. Yeah, Josh doesn't see color. <laughs> yeah, because he's playing on the Game Boy. It's because he's not racist anymore. If you don't play the original Game Boy, you ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alden. I think you're up now. Okay. <laughs> the Xbox One. Underrated console. Your next game console is the Nintendo 3DS. Two big boys. Yeah. This is where the big boys play. <laughs> and your final one. Oh! Oh, oh, shit. Oh, okay, good. You got the Sega Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, give me a second to do some research. This was about to be really hard. This is awful. <laughs> okay, I'm killing the Nomad. The Nomad's kind of dope, though. It, it was like the Switch before the Switch. You could play Sega Genesis games on the go. It looks it looks really... looks like it could get dirty very quickly, though. <laughs> it's got that mid-90s tech design that I... It has Sonic the Hedgehog, which I think is not enough to redeem it. It still looks like garbage. Yeah, the 3DS also has Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> okay, then perfect. 3DS is automatically better. I'm marrying the 3DS. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, based. I guess the Xbox One. I mean, I, I really like the uh, the fact that the, what is it, the Xbox One X kind of had 4K gaming fairly early on for a console i was playing the worst game of the year madden 21 on it and it still looked pretty great yeah i can't believe you fucking bought madden 21 josh i can the dude owns all the wwe wrestling games the AEW game got super based it um it it hired the same company that made all the old smackdown versus raw games and the direct oh the ones that i played yeah that game has a chance to be really fun all right i guess it's my turn sure yeah jory you can go next your first Soldier Boy games console is the Nintendo Switch Lite. Interesting. Your next game console <laughs> is the original PlayStation. I'd say two medium boy consoles so far. <laughs> and the Nintendo Switch. Oh, get decimated, Switch Lite. So you want to hear the like reason why I put the Switch Lite on here as a separate console? Why? Because on Nintendo's website, they have their... Uh, like at home console library and then they have their mobile game console library and they have the switch Lite as a separate console in the mobile gaming category so it's technically the predecessor of the 3ds you mean the successor yes yes the successor which doesn't make any fucking sense i think between these three i have to marry the playstation there is just a wealth of classic, classic games on the PlayStation, like uh, Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, uh, Metal Gear Solid, uh, Ape Escape. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ape Escape. Fuck the Switch, because like the Switch is great. The Switch is fantastic. I just don't think that it has the same library to boast that could go up against something as classic as the original playstation and then obviously i'm going to kill the switch Lite. i think that the switch Lite could have been a fantastic like side cheaper option to the switch if they just let you dock it as well and then put out like a dock separately but as it is now if you opt in for a switch Lite, if you don't have a switch you're kind of locking yourself out of a lot of the selling points of the console <coughs> yeah i agree 
my first Soldier Boy Games console is. I got the Sega Game Gear. I have a fond memory of the first time I ever played Mortal Kombat 2, I believe, was on a Game Gear at daycare that somebody brought in. Oh, hell yeah. I got the Nintendo 64. Yo, big boy console. My final game console for this round is the snes okay oh pogger interesting lineup yeah this is kind of difficult for me yeah wait hold on not to not to interrupt but josh what did you just say <laughs> nothing josh did you come out here with a poggers while you're drinking a lime white claw <laughs> are you a pog champ <laughs> 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 this is where the poggers play i don't believe that overwatch was available on any of these consoles i feel bad because i feel like the sega game gear never got the love it deserved uh it was always second fiddle to the nintendo game boy even the even though the fact it could play superior games i believe uh it had uh it played i believe a full color spectrum so it had full rgb whereas the Game Boy at the time was just that disgusting black and white or black and green palette. And it had a backlit screen. <laughs> it had a backlit screen before the Game Boy uh, light, which is insane. Um, yeah, it just it just has a lot more to offer in terms of early 90s mobile gaming. I think that the one thing that killed it was how quickly it went through batteries. Yes, that's the reason that console never took off is because you'd have to fly through four, I believe it might have been eight. Oh, six, six double A batteries for two to four hours of gameplay. That's horrendous. Uh, I mean, it just didn't make the same impact on the gaming uh, sphere that the Game Boy did. And for that alone, it's just not as impactful as both the Nintendo 64 and SNES. So Game Gear, you're getting killed. Now between the Nintendo 64 and SNES, the real fight. This is I mean this is tricky because I think the library of games on the SNES is significantly greater than that of the library of games on the Nintendo 64 if we're talking just the sheer quantity. I think the Nintendo 64 pushed 3D platforming to new heights, specifically with uh, the the rare developed games as well as Super Mario 64. Do you think, like, the Nintendo 64 has a more cultural impact, though? Because there's still, like, GoldenEye references, Mario 64 references, Mario Kart references, all from that console. Yeah, I, I do think for our generation, the 64 is hands down more influential. But in terms of 2D platforming, I think the SNES is the greatest console of all time. And like a lot of like in, indie games that we're seeing now are harken back to the the 16-bit 2D platformers of the SNES. Yeah. Not even 2D platformers too, like the RPGs, like Earthbound was on this. And like throw a fucking dart and you'll see an Earthbound clone in the indie market. And it's like a lot of Nintendo 64's best games, in my opinion, were sequels to games that came out on the SNES. Like Mario Kart 64 is so much better than the original Super Mario Kart, but like everything is in the Super Nintendo in terms of like like Star Fox, a very ambitious game to try to put out on the SNES. And then they just made it a little bit better on the 64. I also think it's interesting, like, when I think of the Nintendo 64, I think of four games. I think of Super Mario 64, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, well, five games, because I guess that includes Majora's Mask as well, GoldenEye, and Banjo-Kazooie. And I think it's really interesting that uh, Ocarina of Time, a game that I consider to be one of the greatest games of all time, 
is structurally almost a remake of uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, which is the Super Nintendo Zelda. I know it's a hot take, but the, the my favorite video game of all time is Super Smash Brothers. The original Smash Brothers came out on the Nintendo 64. In terms of being a console that boasted local multiplayer, the 64 is probably the first uh, time people were like, we need four controllers in our household. And for that alone, Nintendo 64 has taken it married. It also it also had some of the best Star Wars games on that console. Yeah, pod racing. Yeah, get fucked, Super Star Wars. Call back to our Star Wars bracket. <laughs> well, that was, that was a difficult decision, but we're moving on to the next round. I support you, Nate. I'm like shaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. All right. You've got... The Nintendo DS. Wow. Um, I had I had the big thick blue one for a while that everybody got bullied for having. All right, you've got the PlayStation Vita or the PSV as it's known. Josh is gonna kill that because there are a shit ton of anime games on it. Well, nobody bought it in the U.S. Trevor won a PlayStation Vita from one of those stackers machines. <laughs> <laughs> based all right and you got a phillips cdi Oof. damn the is the vita gonna live no josh here, josh i'm gonna tell you something right now this phillips cdi has to be fucked over the vita like for what the games that were released on it from nintendo did to the state of the internet and creating youtube poops like come on hotel mario the cdi zelda games like that shit has to be recognized are they good games? Absolutely fucking not. But those cinematics are such memes. Alright, you sold me. I'm fucking it. Good. Uh, the Vita was like a... I don't know. It was definitely something that could have had a lot of potential, but also it was kind of too late to the party. Yeah, it was almost like the, uh, the Wii U slash Switch concept before that really took off because like there was a whole thing where you could stream your PS4 games to it if you were in the same like house. And uh, they did have some pretty, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretty impressive games for uh, handheld at the time. Like they had Borderlands 2 on there. There was an original Uncharted game on there that was comparable to the ones that were actually on console. My favorite Assassin's Creed game was on the Vita. That Uncharted game is really good. Um, I, I, that was the first Uncharted game I ever beat. And it, it made me want to go back and play the two the, the two that i had missed before that and then i got into three and four but uh but but of course i'm gonna marry the nintendo ds some of my favorite games of all time is on the original nintendo ds new super mario brothers uh awesome game that was like probably the peak of like me like really into nintendo was with the nintendo ds because i got new super mario brothers that that was the only generation of pokemon i really got into when i played pokemon diamond um, yeah, Nintendo DS is an incredibly base console. It's got to be a Mary. Uh, Picto Chat. Picto Chat. Fuck yeah, dude. Picto Chat on the class field trip, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I was on a bus, I'd get yelled at. Speaking of like Picto Chat, how about Nintendo DS download play? Like that shit came in clutch when fucking uh field trip Mario Kart. Perfect. Yeah, Mario Kart and download play is, like, so iconic. Like, that's what I remember about the original. Dude, being stuck as Shy Guy because you left your cartridge at home? <laughs> Nothing hurt more. It wasn't even, like, getting stuck as Shy Guy, though, because it was like, oh, fuck yeah, Shy Guy. <laughs> It, you, if you had the car, the cartridge, you couldn't play with people that didn't. It would have to be two separate parties. 
the uh the mini games uh in new super mario brothers for like the multiplayer was really good they were also in the uh mario 64 ds port that people love to shit on but i really loved as a kid not even a port a fantastic like remake you could play as wario you could play as wario yoshi luigi i'm i'm so disappointed that they didn't remake that instead of 64 for the 3d all-stars but that's a different topic. A topic for another time. But yeah, those mini games were fucking great. I always I remember playing Luigi with Luigi's poker for hours. <laughs> yeah. I learned how to play Texas Hold'em from Luigi. This is where my gambling addiction started. <laughs> the the Luigi's Casino should be a Smash Bros map. Oh fuck yeah, it should. Or a uh, Mario Kart map or both. Hear me out. The best Mar- uh, Mario Kart track of all time. Everyone knows it. It's in Mario Kart DS. Is Waluigi's Pinball. Waluigi in Smash. Waluigi Pinball as his stage. That would be hype. I'm a Coconut Mall guy. Yeah. The music in Coconut Mall is better than the music in Waluigi's Pinball. All right, Jory. Here it is. You got the Nintendo Wii. Finally. A million kids in uh, 2007 are so jealous of me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get a Wii till like 2008. It's time for Jory to be based. He's got the Xbox 360 going up against the Nintendo Wii. Whoa. Very hard. Well, if the PlayStation 3 got here, I would kill it. (laughs) All right. You've got the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Bro. These are like three. Yo, these are like three historic consoles. Yeah. Am I really about to kill the NES? Yo. No. (laughs) I don't know. Because the Xbox 360 for like our generation i mean i know that people i know that it's now like by the numbers to say that uh the playstation 3 ended up winning that generation but for me and a lot of people who got into it before the generation closed out i think the xbox 360 owned that generation i i was a ps3 kid and i never felt so fucking lonely in my life same same 100 percent. all my friends were on xbox and i got stuck playing ps3 black ops with like the weirdest kids in school because they were the only <laughs> kids that had playstation damn so that's how callum got introduced to the... no that was later that was high school we love you callum callum bought a wii u Callum did have a Wii U. <laughs> the NES is just so important to the ca- tapestry of gaming as a whole, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's the most influential video game console of all time, or at least the one that saved the video game industry. Absolutely, that. Um, Can we entertain the idea of it possibly being a Mary? The NES? I would marry the NES if it were up against two other consoles. Like, the world where the NES gets married is real, but this is not the role for it. If I had these, I probably would. All right, time to be based. As much as I love it, as much as I love this generation, it represents when I got, like, into gaming, like, in a serious capacity. Uh, I think there's a lot great about it, but I think that looking back on it, it's not great enough or historic enough for me to put it over something like the NES, I have to kill the Xbox 360, and it kills me to do it. We'd love to see it. An army of jokers will be after Jory after this. (laughs) Jory will never be allowed back to a GameStop at the Smash premiere ever again. This is where, uh, like, some of my favorite like Batman Arkham City and Arkham Asylum both came out on this. (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about it, see, I also love the Wii. And I think that it uh, it was a smash success for Nintendo, the likes of which they had never seen before, and I doubt they'll see again. The Wii 
with something with such a great gimmick that every company that was making consoles at the time then went on to copy them. I think there's something to be said for that. However, I don't think that a lot of the games that came out for it utilized the gimmick well, and it ended up being a detriment as the console got up there in age. Yeah, it didn't age well towards the end. Like, library with mostly, like, shovelware games and low-effort ports. Like, there were a couple diamonds in the rough, but overall, like... mm. It's a console I would play, like, religiously for, like, a week, and then it would sit on my shelf for, like, a couple weeks after that. Some of my favorite games of all time as well coming out on this console, like Mario Galaxy came out on this super smash brothers brawl which is controversial i guess but i really love that game just dance 2020 just dance the entire series <laughs> and 2020 for some reason i find it insane that the wii was able to uh market towards older people like above 60 yeah um but like i said before the nes is just so historic just for gaming like period the gaming, like, we would not have any of these consoles. Well, maybe not any, because there are a couple that predate it. But we wouldn't have most of these consoles if the NES didn't save gaming in the United States. And for that reason, I have to fuck the Wii, and I have to marry the NES. You did the right thing, kid. You did the right thing. I can't believe it went that way. I did not feel that way as soon as I got that role. That was a tough trio. I'm getting so nervous. The Wii U is still there, guys. The Wii U is still there. I am so scared. If I get it against the Atari 2600 and the Sega Saturn, I have to marry it. Uh, are you sure about that? Yes, I am. I will not defend the Saturn or the 2600. I would rather play Pikmin 3 than Pong. All right, Alden, you got the virtual boy. The virtual based. I'm seeing red right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, no. There the it Sega is. Sega Saturn. Wow. Okay. Yo, fuck the Sega Saturn. All my homies hate the Sega Saturn. The Nintendo GameCube. Ooh. Interesting indeed. There's only one choice here. What was the first one? You have the Virtual Boy, the Sega Saturn, and the Nintendo GameCube, Alden. Well, I'm killing the Saturn. Thank God. Nate, do you want to white knight the Saturn for a second? I don't really care about the Sega Saturn. I don't know anyone who's ever owned this thing. I believe it was a 64-bit gaming console console that came out right after the PlayStation. So it was immediately irrelevant because it was cartridge-based and it, it like it didn't work. They shared a lot of games, but most of them weren't as good as the PlayStation's offerings. And Sega didn't even develop that many first-party games for it and quickly moved on to the Dreamcast. Saturn's a bad console. I just saw this. There's a Bluetooth uh, gamepad controller for the Switch that's a Sega Saturn controller. There were a couple really good fighting games for the Sega Saturn, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, like uh, Virtua Fighter was on that, right? So the Sega Saturn actually outsold the Dreamcast. It also came out right before the PlayStation in Japan. It did. It came out after it in North America and Europe. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the Saturn... One of the most more famous slash infamous things about it was the way that they dropped it. They announced it like day and date at E3 that year, which was a major bra moment, especially for a console that cost $400 at launch. Which back then was a lot more than it is now. Like a $400 console now, people are like, oh, thank you, it's cheap. But back then, $400 for a Sega Saturn was like, 
and can I play Sonic 2 on here? And they're like, uh, no. <laughs> you can't. You can play, like, Nights into Dreams or some shit. <laughs> you can play Sonic R. Oh, shit, the Sonic R soundtrack? Can you feel the sunshine? Does it brighten up your day? All right, Alden, you killed the Sega Saturn. What's your next move? This is... The story of a girl. Alden, you should not be having qualms about this. Yeah, I probably shouldn't, but the Virtual Boy really set a precedent, and nothing like it came out for like 20 years after. Nothing like it was worth coming out for like 20 years after. Which shows how early and how well that Nintendo did with it. Well, no. The Virtual Boy did not do well. And it didn't do what it did well either. It did, it did have the first Mario Tennis on it, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but Waluigi wasn't in it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it had a really good Tetris game on it, though. Every console has a really good Tetris game on it. What was the other console Virtual Boys going up against? <laughs> the Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> oh, the GameCube. That's a big boy console. Yeah, I know. I think I'm going to have to marry the GameCube. Yeah, you do. <laughs> However, the Virtual Boy was definitely like a huge point in console history it was it was but it was way before its time was it it was before its time yes yeah whether it was comparable to what we have now it was way before its time but i mean this fucking thing sold 700 700 000 units this is james cameron's favorite video game console <laughs> i'm sure it is Speaking of James Cameron, did you guys hear that Kate Winslet broke uh, Tom Cruise's like holding your breath underwater for a movie <laughs> record? Yeah, she, she did. She filmed like seven minutes straight underwater or something like that in Avatar 2. Holy shit. Wow. Kate Winslet is just like fucking it up out here. I care about this movie now. Yeah, I kind of do also. That's one thing that's in Avatar 2 that I want to see. Well, we always knew that Kate Winslet was a better actor than Tom Cruise. Except in Eyes Wide Shut. Oh boy. I got the Atari Lynx. Hooray, easy kill. Unless the Wii U's there. No. The Nintendo Wii U. Josh called it. It's kind of crazy to me how uh, we have so many playstations still on here yeah we're gonna end up with like all right mary fuck kill playstation 2 3 and 4 it's really not this is exactly how this should go and any other opinion is probably wrong <laughs> <laughs> i think the atari Lynx did its job in in keeping atari afloat for a little bit longer but in terms of Competing with other, what, 32-bit consoles that were coming out at the time? Or maybe it was even 16. Let me look that up real quick. At the time, probably. It's very similar to the Game Gear. In fact, that it was a, a backlit screen that came out right at the same time as the original Game Boy. But the library of games was just not there. 16-bit gaming on the go. It was almost ahead of its time in the same way the Virtual Boy was. Because it was technically the same caliber of console as the Sega Genesis but in the palm of your hand. It, impressive in a lot of ways, but what Atari really lacked in 1989 and 1990 was a library of games to go with it. And it was like the first time you really saw a game launch, like a console launch with only eight or nine titles and then just trickle down to something else. It kept Atari in the gaming sphere for a little bit longer as a, as a main staple, but even the Wii U has more things to appreciate. For me, I have to kill the Atari Lynx, and the reason the Wii U is moving on isn't the library of games argument, because that was a big problem with it as well. It was 
adding uh, menus and like social platforms to gaming in a way that I felt wasn't really offered elsewhere. You can say what you want about Miiverse not being good and being really toxic, but just the fact that Nintendo thought that that would be an interesting way to go about making their game console stand out is having like a social media aspect to it. There was like a lot of interesting things to keep the Wii U around. Uh, never really sold well. Most people didn't even know that it was a separate console from the Wii. They just thought it was another accessory. That was me. <laughs> but the library of games with the Wii U, although very small, was pretty solid. Specifically games like Mario Kart 8 and Super Smash Brothers, which got another wind on the Switch, uh, really did well for the Wii U. And it went out with a, uh, went out with a bang. Uh, I think the Breath of the Wild version of the Wii U, which was originally in development for the Wii U, is just as good as the Switch version, which is quite impressive. And I also think there were some other good exclusive games on the Wii U. The original Splatoon was on there. Um, all in all... Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Yeah. Super Mario Maker. Um, and then the Sega Genesis. It was the first time Nintendo had competition for the best game console of its generation. The Sega Genesis going head-to-head -head with the SNES. I'd probably give the point to the SNES. But I was a Sega kid. I grew up playing Sega Genesis, loved Sonic 2, uh, played Mortal Kombat 3 for hundreds of hours, my first fighting game. I, I think it's a fantastic 16-bit console and in a lot of ways was better than what Nintendo was offering for its time, especially in terms of the music capabilities as well as graphic capabilities for a 16-bit console. I believe there was some sort of gimmicky tagline they had too. Uh, it was like blast processing or some shit, right? Yes, blast processing. That doesn't mean anything, but it sold consoles. <laughs> The ad campaigns for the Sega being the extreme version of the SNES was pretty dope. We've got seven titles left. <laughs> so, Josh, let's see if you get all three PlayStations remaining. <laughs> that would be insane. Oh, boy. Ooh, the Game Boy Advance is still on here. Yeah. Here it is, the first one, Josh. You've got the PlayStation 2. The PlayStation 2, the console with no games. <laughs> who, who was saying that? Alden. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. There it is. Wow. The PlayStation Portable. The PSP. If you went to school when I did, the pretty small penis. Ayo. Never heard that, actually. And Josh, your final game console. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Atari 2600. So, Josh, when it comes to the Atari 2600 versus the PSP, would you rather play Pong and E.T. or would you rather play Ratchet and Clank and watch National Treasure 2? <laughs> The Atari 2600, without this, would we have everything else argument? It's the first. Not quite the first, but... The first mainstream home console. Yeah. The boomer home console. Your grandfather's home console. The, the Gen Xers. The boomer would have to buy it. <laughs> the boomer purchased the Atari 2600. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to marry the PlayStation 2. I mean, like, an iconic console... It was the cheapest DVD player on the market. Like when it, Sony knew what they were doing business wise when it came to that console. Um, also has the largest library of any console period, physically. That is. Yes, it does. I don't know if this is a hot take, but I'm gonna kill the PSP. Wow. <laughs> um, I owned a PSP and I have fond memories of it, but I agree. <laughs> there was I had some fun with it, but overall, it. It just wasn't 
it it just didn't do well to me. It had a disk drive. Yeah, compared to the DS or the um or more DSs after that. And and it, you could tell like it was kind of low key a failure because they tried again with the Vita and it just didn't work in America. I always thought it was odd that the that Sony never fan found any success with their handhelds, especially because I did think that the PSP was pretty cool for its time and it did a lot of stuff well, but it felt like the rest of the world's technology just wasn't where it needed to be for the PSP to happen yet. And then when they made the Vita, it kind of just fell flat on its face with too many gimmicks and not a deep enough library of games that appeal to Westerners. I remember getting like picked on at one point because I had just gotten a Nintendo DSi and like the kid who lived across the street had a PSP and he was like, you're still playing on like a kid's console, bro. I got a PSP. And I'm like, oh, wow, you can play less good games with no one because you're the only kid in our neighborhood who has a PSP. Now let's hop on the <laughs> Someone tried that on a field trip and got absolutely destroyed. I play Mario Party with four other people. Mario Party DS was lit. Never saw the appeal to the PSP personally. Uh, I was like, oh, cool. You can play the sports games that I have on my PS2 just not as good biggest like plus i can say for the psp over something like the dsi that was out at the same time is the digital library for it was a lot more filled out with games that like you would actually want to own physically whereas the ds's physical or uh, digital library was kind of just filled with like weird little apps and mini games from and i remember people like using their psps as mp3 players when the mp3 boom was happening which again just goes to show how sony really knows how to make like a multi-purpose use for their consoles um and the fact that there was like tv shows and movies ported over to the mini discs and stuff that was all cool yeah i watched national treasure 2 like like a million fucking times because i had it on that never saw the first one the psp also had their own battlefront game yes they did it wasn't that bad it was the best game on that console i believe yeah there's a sealed copy of it in my uh, girlfriend's grandparents house wow i can go and steal it anytime just like National Treasure 2. <laughs> to steal the Declaration of Independence. PSP version of Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> that means I'm going to have really uncomfortable sex with the Atari 2600. Yeah, I mean, the, I will say for like the Gen Xer kind of appeal to it, my mom bought an Atari Classic a while ago just to play Pitfall. Yeah, Pitfall's lit. All right, Alden. You got the Sega Dreamcast. Eh, okay. Yeah, I feel the same. I don't know. If you were given, like, that big of a push for, like, the Virtual Boy, how are you not going to be like, oh, yeah, the Dreamcast? <laughs> PS4 <laughs> and your final game console, the PlayStation 3. So you've got the Sega Dreamcast, the PS4, and the PS3. What's your move? Oh, I'm killing the Dreamcast. What? Yeah, it was cool, but, like... So what? Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> are two of the best-selling consoles against the Dreamcast. Like, I know one person that had a Dreamcast. I know at least 20 people that had a PS3. And almost everyone I know has a PS4. But I do think that it's kind of cringe that you made such a push for the Virtual Boy being ahead of its time, but are now shitting on the Dreamcast. <laughs> then try making a push for the Dreamcast. I don't think it competes here at all. You're putting the Dreamcast above something like the PlayStation 3, the Dreamcast, which, like, two generations prior already had online capabilities, all of the stuff that would go on to make the PS3 kind of like what it was and that generation's consoles what they were not to mention it also had a pullout version of the game to the memory stick where you could play like a, a low bit 
game handheld. Something that hasn't been replicated today. I feel like we've done the historic argument a lot already, though. The Dreamcast also had, I think, not a very good controller. The PlayStation 3 had some of my favorite games of all time on there. As Jory mentioned, the 360, the Arkham games are on the PS3. Yeah, there's a ton on the PS3. Like, the Dreamcast was cool. It did a lot of cool stuff. But again, like you just said, nobody has replicated it to this day. The Virtual Boy was pretty much the first commercial VR headset. Nobody has replicated the little mini thing in the controller, like, to this day. But everything else has basically copied the, what the dreamcast laid out in like the late 90s early 2000s yeah but so what <laughs> i just don't think it's aged very well like at all i don't think that the ps3 has aged very well like at all <laughs> <laughs> all right alden finish placing the ps3 and the ps4 well i'm ranking it like that ps3 and then ps4 i'm marrying the ps4 okay everything that sony had built upon with the ps3 they did much better with the ps4 outside of backwards compatibility which they also got rid of in the slim versions of the ps3 which was annoying the thick ps3 was the best ps3 i yeah i had one of them and it bricked and uh that was really annoying when i got the slim and realized i couldn't play any of my playstation 2 games on it i had to actually drag my ps2 out of the closet yeah i never owned a ps2 but i had a lot of ps2 games because i got the original ps3 console i remember people uh i remember at one point the original version of the ps3 was selling for like a hundred dollars more at my local uh used video game store because you could play playstation 2 games on it than like the newest model like the slim model or whatever it was and i was like why is this a hundred dollars more and the guy explained it to me and i was like oh so i'm never getting rid of my ps2 <laughs> basically jory i'm gonna ask you a series of questions to determine where the Game Boy advance is getting placed on this list <laughs> jory yeah did you own a Game Boy advance yes the sp how many games did you own for your Game Boy advance i really could not tell you but it was definitely more than like 20 or 30 wow it was a fucking ton of games and did you own any tv shows or movies for your game boy advance yes i did i have uh i have like spongebob volume two or some shit <laughs> all right the game boy advance is getting married <laughs> yeah i agree i want to marry the game boy advance i also had a game boy advance it was lit i had the purple one and then i got the um nice i have a silver one <laughs> my uh, uh Alyssa has the shrek uh, like, uh like game boy sp it's like orange and green what was another game boy advance game i had revenge of the sith i didn't actually i only had the xbox version revenge of the sith on game boy is like really lit <laughs> It's one of my favorite Star Wars games. It was cool when the thick DS came out and you could put the Game Boy Advance games in the bottom. Yeah, like, I really was disappointed with that when, like, as the DS line went on, they got rid of that feature. Like, it was one of my favorite things. I loved migrating Pokemon from, like, Fire Red and Emerald to uh, my Pokemon Diamond. I can't believe the Philips CDI moved on to the fucking category. <laughs> I think it deserves to be there. Have you ever seen any of the CDI, like, Nintendo games? Maybe I have and did realize it was from that console. I'm sure you have. Like, please look up, like, uh, Hotel Mario. It's a beautiful day for a picnic, gay Luigi. Yo, we barely talked about this when ranking them, but, like, what's everybody's favorite console, like, design? We haven't ranked them yet. <laughs> well, when we, like, were 
when we were doing all the the wheel thing <laughs> design period um yeah you know what i really like i really like uh xbox's current like s design like the xbox one s and even the uh series s both look really fucking great yeah i think that's the best modern console design i think the console design that shaped the modern game console is the sega genesis in terms of look i think they did everything from the beginning in terms of where they went like years later with the marketing for sega in comparison to nintendo in the original layout for the sega genesis it looks more sleek it looks more futuristic it looks it's it's all black instead of this multi-toned gray like clunky looking console it definitely doesn't look like a family console and they, they were right to make that design difference even from like the uh console itself you see some you see a sega genesis in somebody's home in like 1997 you're like oh this guy has a huge cock yeah they were one of the first people to invest in red bull i like the simplicity of the Wii that it's something you just you could just put next to your tv and it looks it blends in well i really like uh the xbox 360 slim like the black one uh i i really think that xbox kind of just kills it with their designs like playstations is always kind of weird like i really i like the playstation 2's design the fat one and the slim one are both fantastic but the playstation 3's design i kind of don't like in any of its forms i like the spider-man font that's about it i really like the original xbox that's actually a box <laughs> with an x so here we are we're rank we're ranking the top 31 video game consoles of all time how does it feel to be a part of such a historic moment amazing i'm so glad that we did it right as new consoles are coming out that are gonna have to be added no never I agree. We're going to be talking about design and somebody's going to be like, I'm going to say it, the PS5 looks cool. No. I just love the moment after it was revealed, there was already like fan art and like NSFW deviant art shit for the PS5 design. I'm like, what the <laughs> That happens fucking all the time. I don't think that it would be that bad if it wasn't so fucking big. It is so tall. It's like a Wii, but three times as tall. The PS5 saw the Wii and they're like, what if it was bigger? In the kill category, we've got the Game Boy Color, the Sega Nomad, the Switch Lite, the Game Gear, the PlayStation Vita, Xbox 360, Sega Saturn, Atari Lynx, PlayStation Portable, and the Dreamcast here what is the weakest video game console of all time the atari links i'm gonna say the sega saturn but then the more i thought about it i think the nomad is worse than the atari links if i'm being completely honest with the handhelds that don't really bring anything that are notable to the table and kind of just tried to inch in on that market while nintendo was killing it with like the game boy line when it first came out because like nothing touched that and nothing could touch that i suppose but there's a couple of like asterisks there for me i mean i'm not like uh campaigning for like the psp and the vita to go below like the sega saturn i just think that we i just think that we need to get like the links the nomad out of the way yeah i think the nomad is bad because of its design flaw of how many batteries it was truly eating up the amount of environmental damage it has done due to people not recycling their batteries. The reason our grandchildren are going to have to develop skills instead of lungs <laughs> is this Nomad. It's so bad because like the library of games for the Nomad is incredible. It plays every Sega Genesis game and it's getting put at number 31. If it had even like a rechargeable battery or a way to be plugged in, it would be different. Yeah, I don't think any handhelds at the time really had that because the Game Boy didn't. The game 
Game Boy Advance, I believe, had an AC in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Game Boy Advance was charged. I think I know the one that folded charged. I can't remember if the other one took batteries or not, but it did have a plug. At 30, I think we're looking between the Atari Lynx, Sega Saturn, maybe the Game Boy Color. I don't think the Game Boy Color. No. I think that uh, as unsuccessful and weird as the time that the Game Boy Color came out was, I think that there's still a place for it. But the Game Boy Color, you could still play a back catalog of Game Boy games in color for the first time, even though a little more than a year later, you were going to get a better experience. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Then I, I think between the Sega Saturn and the Atari Lynx, I think the Atari Lynx is is very similar to the Game Gear, but just didn't have the library of games to back it up. Whereas the Sega Saturn, it didn't have a huge library of games, but it did have very good games. Notice, noticeably the fighting games. It had Virtual Fighter, and it also had, I believe, Killer Instinct. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Do we want to put two Sega consoles at the very bottom? I feel like I want to put the Atari Lynx here and then the Sega Saturn after it. So Atari Lynx... Number 30, number 29, the Sega Saturn. Now at 28, the way I see this right now, we're between like the Game Boy Color and the Game Gear. Maybe we're throwing in the Dreamcast in there as well and potentially the Switch Lite. I would rather see the PSP come here instead of the Game Boy Color next to the Game Gear. I think that the PlayStation Portable being a disc-based handheld console is extremely impressive. <laughs> I think that it's unique. PlayStation knew that they did not want to do cartridge-based, and they created a miniature disc. And I, I, I don't know. I think that the PlayStation Portable is at least notable for its library of games, whereas the Game Boy Color, it had like three exclusive games and just relied on the Game Boy's catalog. The Game Boy is a great console, and I'm going to be campaigning for it to be very high in the fuck category, but the Game Boy Color was something that needed to happen way sooner than it did, and it didn't. And it didn't even have a backlit screen, so it still had the same major design flaw of the original Game Boy eight years after its inception. To me, the Game Boy Color isn't even that great of an improvement on the original Game Boy. I don't know. I think form factor and everything else that goes into the Game Boy Color, sure, it's not a big improvement but it certainly is a marked one and i don't think that playstation create their sony creating a new proprietary format that was never used again in the psp is all that impressive it's interesting but i don't know that i would call it impressive i don't know i'd rather see some form of innovation than i would just being like relying on what they already have yeah but it's innovation that doesn't it's innovation that doesn't go anywhere the game boy color didn't go anywhere either it immediately got replaced like yeah it was a side grade it didn't try to innovate though the game boy color was essentially like hey do you want a smaller game boy that is a little more customizable with different like looks and also has color instead of just green but the psp was playstation and sony's attempt to get into the uh to the handheld market at the time that the ds was killing it instead of the game boy and it still didn't manage to do that even with a disc-based console with more impressive games that you could play on the go josh alden you guys want to weigh in a bit here uh i could but no. I'm kind of with Jory here. I kind of want to get rid of the PSP. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I will say the PSP having a disk drive is stupid. <laughs> I never liked the tiny disk in the PSP. I thought that they were I thought that they were neat. I agree. But with I loved Nate. it in the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> I did love it in the game. The GameCube wasn't portable. You're right. I've seen people's I keep watching like videos of people's like home theater collections, and I saw this one dude that went fucking insane and has like 
like every format imaginable, including the PSP, like UHD, like the little discs. I remember my neighbor had a ta- had a Avatar on his uh, PlayStation Portable. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're watching a two and a half hour long movie on your PSP. It's longer than the battery life. That's where Jory should have watched The Irishman. That is where I should have watched The Irishman. 27, I really think the Game Boy Color is starting to get a little annoying going any higher, but I could see the I could see an argument for the Game Gear getting placed here as well as the Sega Dreamcast. The Game Gear probably is a lot less. Or the PlayStation Vita. Honestly, the fact that we placed the PSP higher than the Vita, I am really surprised by. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight, maybe the Vita should have gone there. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Vita should go here. I don't want to see the Game Gear get too high either. <laughs> yeah. The Game Gear's going next. <laughs> Alright, Game Gear's next. Wait, are we placing the PlayStation Vita, then the PlayStation Portable, and then the Game Gear? Yes. Can we do that? Yeah, I would, I would prefer that. <laughs> okay, but I think the Game Gear should beat out the Game Boy Color. I don't. Um, the only Jory, the only argument you have for the Game Boy Color is the fact that it, it's in color. Like I agree with you, but only with the Game Boy. It's a good side grade to the Game Boy. It's not like a big innovation, but I don't think that it's a nothing console either. But I think that the Game Gear was a great side grade. Would be like the Nintendo Switch Lite, where it just captures a slightly different market. A Game Boy Color isn't capturing a different market. The Nintendo Switch Lite gets rid of the point of buying a Switch. I was just going to say, I'm sure there was a bunch of kids who got a Game Boy Color for Christmas. Never had a Game Boy before that. Had a great time with it. There was probably a bunch of simps who got a Game Gear. Realized that it was, like, barely able to, like, do anything. Realized that they needed to drop a mortgage on batteries. <laughs> like, it's barely playable. It's not barely playable. It, it, it was plays the biggest ver- compet- It plays very well. The Game Gear is a good console. It was the biggest competition for the Game Boy in the Game Boy's entire run. And it still didn't come close. But it's gimmick that it's like handheld and mobile, it's it's got to be one of the worst. Okay. Yeah, I would place the Game Gear here. I don't agree, just based on principle. I mean, really, what the Game Boy Color is, is it was, holy shit, seven years into our console's lifespan that we haven't changed or innovated at all. We have the best-selling game on the console besides Tetris in Pokemon Red and Blue. Let's churn out another fucking console for its sequel that comes out this year. Let's make a Game Boy Color. And they didn't even fix the main problem with the original Game Boy in the fact that the screen wasn't backlit, which is something the year it was released, the Game Gear had had the intentions of doing. It fixed the main problem. Listen, the Game Boy Color is what Rockstar has been doing for years with GTA V. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're just milking it. All I will say, another benefit to the Game Boy Color, way lighter than the original Game Boy. (laughs) You weren't getting fucking swole just holding your Game Boy out. What do we have left? I just want to see the Game Gear below the Game Boy Color, and then the Game Boy Color can go next. Yeah, it it got placed below. Getting Game Boy Color, yeah. Wait, 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 what's left? (laughs) The Dreamcast, the Switch Lite, uh, and the 360. Ooh. Yeah, I guess the Game Boy Color does go here. (laughs) So between the Switch Lite, the uh, Sega Dreamcast, and the Xbox 360, I feel like it would be stupid to not have anything but the Switch Lite placed here. I agree. 100% agree. What you were saying about the Switch Lite being a great side grade, I completely disagree with. I feel like the Switch Lite is almost the antithesis to the Switch in that it's it's the boring version 
of what Nintendo could have done, and it takes away the main selling point of the Switch. But from a business standpoint, I understand what they were thinking because they had, like, Nintendo's always been known since the Game Boy to have a solid handheld gaming experience. Yeah, but that was what the Switch was. Oh, the kids go to school, they want to play something on the bus. Oh, shit, let's just buy them all Switch lights for Christmas so that way they can play the same games. We don't have to buy a new library of games. Like, there's a lot of suburban families that have, like, five Switches. I understand the market. I understand the market for it. I just think that the biggest attraction for it is that you can't dock it. If you could dock it, my whole... my Yeah, it belongs to you. I don't disagree with you. So, the Dreamcast versus xbox 360 yes it's the dreamcast i feel like the the dreamcast is the definition of a fucking game console it's unfortunate that it met the fate that it did but it was also inevitable sega hadn't really made a solid console since the genesis and this was their best follow-up to it in many many ways mostly in technological innovation I mean, it essentially established something like Xbox Live eight years before or four years before or some great amount before. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was extremely innovative. It has a great library of games, although not very big because Sega pretty much fell apart two years after its release. And pretty much all of those games are now cult classics. Yeah, every single one of them is a cult classic. As clunky and awkward as a game like Shenmue is, like we wouldn't have open world games as we know it without it. I, I don't personally care for them, but the Sonic adventure games you wouldn't have them without the dreamcast you wouldn't have a 3d platformer sonic at least in that capacity yeah sonic adventure 1 and 2 both were out on this before sonic adventure 2 battle was then ported to the gamecube uh, also there was a couple good fighting games on the dreamcast which is personally my favorite genre of video game uh there was a mortal Kombat, another virtual fighter and the xbox 360 is winning the kill category i mean it should. So moving in to the consoles that we fucked, we've got the Game Boy, the Xbox One, the Nintendo Switch, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the Philips CDI, the Nintendo <laughs> the Virtual Boy, the Nintendo Wii U, the Atari 2600, and the PlayStation 3. I certainly hope the Philips CDI made a lot of spaghetti. <laughs> All right, the Virtual Boy goes under Philips CDI. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's fine. Philips CDI had a library that most of these can't even compete with. <laughs> Did it? Hold up, hold up, hold up. So we're saying Virtual Boy under Philips CDI? Just for the meme. Yeah. I don't want to play either of them. I feel like the Philips CDI wouldn't give me a literal headache if I played it, though. I don't know, dude. That art style I mean... for those cutscenes is fucking a bitch. I might... I might throw up from laughing too hard, but I won't get a headache. All right, Virtual Boy. I, it tried, you know, it really did. Phillips just was like, okay, fuck it. We're making terrible games with your two most beloved IPs. We're going to outsource all of our animation to India. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, but... The Philips CDI had potential. Yeah, it did. Unfortunately, Philips completely dropped the fucking ball on it. They did, and Nintendo should have probably had a stronger contract and more involvement with its development. Yeah. One thing notable about the Philips CDI li library, currently the only official Zelda game where you can play as Zelda is on the Philips CDI. That's a meme. It's probably going to change when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, but like... Wait! Can't you play as her in Hyrule Warriors, though? Didn't they fix that? Uh, yeah, but that's like a 
non-canon like side game well yeah but the Philips cdi games are no longer canon either those got retconned in the early 2000s <laughs> Shh, i don't want them to be <laughs> <laughs> i think there's one more low-key failed concept in this category and is it too bold for us to place it at number 19 the nintendo wii u i think it's a little too bold what do you propose goes above or rather below the nintendo wii u <laughs> I might have spoken too soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure the Wii U goes here. Yeah, I think I spoke a little bit too soon. The Wii U did give us Mario Kart 8, which is a really solid Mario Kart. The Wii U is was a failed concept that Nintendo didn't really know how to market. But I feel like with stronger marketing and um, maybe a little more like use scenarios for the gamepad instead of being a gimmick in most of the games that it was in i feel like the wii u could have been a very strong successor to the wii i think that the fact that you could play up to three generations backwards with controllers that you just had lying around your house was really cool you could have up to five person multiplayer uh asymmetric multiplayer wasn't really a thing on any consoles besides the wii u yeah and the cases where you can use the tablet in really good ways are really great like i really love playing uh, uh wind waker hd on it and just being able to have the map screen on the on the tablet so you never have to pause the game and like go through menus i just feel like the thing that really sucks about the wii u is ever since its failure nintendo's been trying to like bury it in between uh, the wii and the switch every notable game on the wii u has either gotten a sequel or a remastered for the switch i think that that's more them trying to capitalize on games that they already spent a shitload of money developing onto a console that actually has a user base this time that's true currently the best place for nintendo's virtual console that probably won't remain like that for very long while they uh but you can play like ds games on the wii u which i think is amazing and like game boy advance games a ton of games that are pretty like inaccessible otherwise that you have to like go through like collectors and paying a shitload of money like i played the original paper mario on here which isn't anywhere except for the uh the nintendo 64 but can i play the game boy version of battle for bikini bottom that would be a reason to buy it i don't think you can because it's a third-party licensed game i don't think they have it on the virtual console they have some third-party games on there like a bunch of capcom ones but i think that it is selective so i don't think that something like that would be on there yeah anything capcom is pretty much going to show up so between the game boy the xbox one the switch the super nintendo entertainment system the wii the atari 2600 and the playstation 3 i don't know if legacy alone can carry the atari 2600 too much further I, I think agree. here it's fine. Yeah, I think it's time for that one to go. I wouldn't mind it going a little bit higher personally. I do think its library of games, especially for its time, is very impressive. That being said, it ported a lot of arcade games over horribly. Uh, I, I played the Pac-Man Atari 2600 port, and I don't know how on an 8-bit console you could fuck up an arcade cabinet title so bad. It barely plays. It, it works at like eight frames per second. You can understand why there was hesitation in the video game industry in the West when the Atari 2600 was like the only popular home console because like it couldn't do anything that people liked about video games. And like, yeah, the Nintendo Entertainment System just blew the 2600 out of the water. 
entirely. It's all right. Pong is going to win the greatest video game of all time bracket in a couple of years. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I will say, I do think that Pong is better than The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> it has a more it has a more intense story. I will say that. I agree. I know that I really like start shaking when I get into Pong's story and think about like. The implication. When I when I when I think of Pong, I think of that scene scene in Zodiac. Now, <laughs> <laughs> my kids would kill me for one of those. <laughs> PlayStation Three, Nintendo Wii, Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the Switch, the Xbox One, and the Game Boy. So why is the Xbox One next, Alden? Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Is the Xbox One next? Uh, I wasn't really thinking that, but I kind of want to make an argument. I was being facetious. What do you think should go next? <laughs> I'm leaning towards the SNES or the PS3. Or the SNES is not going here. <laughs> I agree with the PlayStation 3. I could see that going here. Yeah, I feel like the Xbox One is just too big to be put here. Yeah, I think the Xbox One is is really underrated but there are things that i love about the xbox one that unfortunately it's going to be the only console with everything about the playstation 3 was like pretty much brought over to the playstation 4 except maybe backwards compatibility but even through the playstation 3's lifetime they got rid of that backwards compatibility so i don't really have too much love for the playstation 3 i loved that it had online multiplayer for free until it didn't everything about it has been retconned and destroyed and i don't think it's worth going back to the playstation free online multiplayer until they shut down the servers i was about to say remember the giant hack yeah and people's like credit card information got leaked sony does not have very strong cybersecurity. <laughs> it was a solid like like I want to say two or three years after that hack, my parents would not let me like order like anything online without them knowing the website and everything that fucking like scared my parents. That is that's scary. People's late credit cards got stolen. But thanks to our sponsor NordVPN, you don't have to worry about cyber threats ever again. And you can watch SpongeBob sponge out of water if you live in the US. Yeah, I think it's a good place for the PS3. It's a childhood console, but it also had a lot of flaws. You can get every great game that was released on the PS3, you can download on the PS4 and probably on the PS5. And even honestly, the PlayStation 2. <laughs> 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 the ps2 had online multiplayer believe it or not so it did i remember playing star wars battlefront 2 with fucking online play with with my lan adapter plugged into my uh my playstation 2 to my dial up oh did you have the uh slim yeah i did okay yeah the thick one had the ethernet port built in if you ever chose memory card one you're a little sus i mean i didn't but like what I chose memory card one and two. I had a lot of games. I had like six memory cards. I never got a big one. In the backwards compatibility for the PS3, I always chose memory card two for no reason. Oh, same. I did not choose one. I don't know why. Uh, I really contemplated buying the adapter for the uh, memory card to use with the PS3 and never did, and then it got bricked, so I'm kind of glad I didn't. There was one time I bought a PS2 controller thinking it was a PS3 controller, and I felt, felt so felt like an idiot. Alright, so we're looking like Nintendo fanboys here in the rest of the fuck category. We've got the Game Boy, the Switch, the Wii, and the SNES, and then also the Xbox One. I think we talked about designs a little bit, we didn't talk about controllers. The Xbox One is probably the best controller ever. It's good enough that they haven't changed it in three generations. They haven't changed it in two generations. 
this one and the last they one. Per- but for the, yeah, for the Xbox One, they perfected it though. Yeah, design wise, controller wise, the Xbox One knocks some of the Nintendo systems out of the park. In terms of the Xbox One going head to head up against the Wii and the Switch, it's like uh, okay, I, yeah, that that's an argument to be had. And then like Game Boy and SNES to me are on a different like a different pl- like platform. Personally, I think that the Xbox One could go here. I think that the only thing that I could really see an argument against it would be like the Switch or the Wii. Yeah, I guess. I don't think I could argue it against the Wii, but the Switch for sure. I could argue it against the Wii better than the Switch, I think. Yeah, right. This is why I said what I said. (laughs) Because like, I I think that there's a case to be made for the Xbox One being a superior console than the Wii and the Switch. But I don't think you could make that case for the Game Boy or the SNES, personally. Yeah, no. The Xbox One, I mean is doing had started a lot of great things that i think is going to help the future gaming i know this was a hot topic before we we recorded but the the uh the development of game pass and there's a lot of things that the xbox one started that i'm really liking when it comes to the future of gaming and i don't i I don't want to really uh underrate that too much i like the super nintendo great console my actual first console i ever had as a child uh, I my first video game ever was Mortal Kombat on it. Played it with my dad all the time. Have a lot of great fond memories with that console. But there's better versions of some of those Nintendo games on other consoles. There's a better version of Super Mario Kart. Uh, there's a better version of Star Fox. Like we talked about that earlier. Josh, I don't want to step on your toes too much here. I don't think that the SNES is going to go here. I agree with what you're saying about the Xbox, though. And I think for that reason, I'm going to make the argument that the Wii should go here. That the gimmicks that carried the Wii certainly brought it to levels of success that was unprecedented in gaming and still haven't been reached since. But I think that those gimmicks ended up detracting from the future of the company and of gaming as a whole with every company trying to copy them. I think that the failure of the Xbox One can be traced to Microsoft going all in on Kinect, which was their response to the motion controls of the Wii, which pretty much made the Xbox One dead on arrival because a lot of people didn't want to be forced to opt in for connect and an online only console first year the xbox one was a bro moment yeah it was a huge mess not gimmicks that the things that xbox is putting forth now due to that uh that failure are going to improve the tapestry of gaming as a whole i think x uh game pass is fantastic i love that they've put better integration of xbox live into the newest windows so that uh playing games in more places than just one is a lot easier than it used to be it's way better than that games for windows live trash and xbox game and game pass is also supporting uh pc like independently of the consoles so you don't really have to opt in for either and I think that that is great for gaming as a whole and very consumer facing. And can we talk about how good the presentation is compared to the PlayStations? I really hate the PS4 UI. Like, I I liked the PS3 one, but I was never on board with the PS4 one. But I have... It got worse as the consoles stayed out. Every update, it got worse. I was going to say, I have a bit of a hot take brewing here. And at number 16, I think the Switch could be placed. Although all of us own a Switch. Not all of us own an Xbox One. I think the Switch is a great Nintendo console, um, but I don't think it competes with their upper echelon. I, I think like you keep hearing, oh, well, the Switch is like the best investment of a console to make because its library of games is going to continue getting great. 
And while I agree that there are a handful of games worth putting hundreds of hours into on the Switch, it's not looking too good in terms of like a vast library of games to play. I think you have the same problem with the Switch that you would have with something like the SNES or the Nintendo 64 of maybe up to 10 fantastic titles and then a lot of really shitty ports and things that aren't as good as what the other games are offering. I think the biggest thing about the Switch is how it is able to hybrid from a mobile console to a a full-on mounted console, like television, home entertainment console. But I still don't think that's enough to carry it over. As that's a strength for it, it also hurts it a lot because it does not have the power to carry it, like probably at most two to three years from now. But as we were talking about it before that, I think that the Super Nintendo... Um, there's better versions on the 64. The best versions of some of those titles is on the Switch. Yeah, the Switch, the reason that the Switch is one of the best investments that you can make if you're just interested in playing games and don't really give a shit about like the politics of like, oh, what's exclusive on this and what's not here or there or whatever. The Switch has a an extremely vast library of um, back catalog of nintendo's greatest hits it's got the nes and snes support it's got the games that came over from the wii u that nobody really got to get their hands on and it has a ton of indie titles and uh third-party support that the wii u never got no but that's all stuff that started with the wii and it's like that's what nintendo's brand is now no but it's stronger than ever here on the switch than it has been anywhere else not in the virtual console uh concepts with nintendo's first party stuff there's still consoles that you can't play on the switch but in the last like two years of the wii and then the start of the wii u put a giant halt into nintendo's momentum yeah the switch is kind of nintendo getting back to business from like i agree but if you're someone who's followed nintendo through their ups and downs the Switch isn't that huge of an up as the rest of the gaming sphere uh, says that it is. A lot of the things that the Switch gets right, the Wii U also got right, especially in terms of that library of games that you're talking about. It, the Switch is only slightly better in terms of execution than things like the Wii and the Wii U. It's just people started paying attention to it again. I think that the Switch is way better in execution and that it actually is the execution. The Wii U kind of had the idea where it's like, what if you can also play like the console game? It was kind of like the PS Vita and that you still had to be near the console to like not be playing on the TV, which kind of defeated the purpose. It was like, oh, I can just have something on TV. But the Switch is actually like a handheld console. And there have been some of the uh, major first-party, not first-party, third-party ports, things like uh, Wolfenstein, The New Colossus, and like Doom Eternal that like, yeah, you're going to get a gimped version of your game. But with the vast majority of games, I think that the Switch does extremely well. I think that it handles the execution of its gimmick a lot better than the... uh, well, maybe not a lot better than the Wii, but I think that its gimmick is much more interesting than that of the Wii's. Yeah, but it's not like the Switch is being sold in masses to retirement homes like the Wii is. I think the Switch is very much still a young person's console. No, it's being sold in masses to family. But not to bring up like recent events, but during a, this worldwide pandemic, the Nintendo Switch was sold so much that it was almost rare to try to get one. It still is rare to try to get one. I work at a retail store and it's really rare that we carry Switches in stock for more than a day. I, I, and it's still like kind of early in its, in its time. I think two years from now is going to be like, the make or break like because i think the switch truly has a chance to be 
a Mary. I think next year is the make or break for the Switch because I would agree with what you're saying. If I didn't still believe in a lot of the promises that Nintendo has put forward, there's still a lot of stuff that we we kind of haven't really seen anything from this year that we had been promised in the year prior and they better have been working on it. I still believe in them. If it comes out that this didn't happen, maybe you were right. Maybe it should have gone here. But I still think that the Wii belongs at this spot. I disagree. I think the Wii was, is is and was too big of a console to be placed here. Its production went for more than a decade through the Wii U, and it stopped production when the Switch was released. Yeah, I remember literally everyone at my school owning a Wii. I still know people that don't own a Switch, don't own an Xbox One. The, the Wii impact. I know people that still use their Wiis. Yeah, I agree. But the games that were available on the Wii and what the Wii actually does for gaming as a whole, I I feel like it belongs here. And also, guys, we're in our 20s. And when the Wii came out, we were like the perfect age for it. Of course, every kid had a Wii at our age. Well, I mean, everybody had a Wii, period. There was that huge shortage that lasted for like more than a year. Well, yeah, but we were also the perfect age for a PS3 or an Xbox 360. Nah, I think the Wii was more accessible. We were what? 10 playstation and xbox is what we looked at like kids that were older than us and was like oh man i want that but i think the wii was for us okay that's a weird take is it yeah i was playstation i was nes then i got playstation stuck with playstation and through the wii still had playstation that's weird so wait you didn't have a wii i had a wii but i had a playstation 3 before i had the wii and they came out the same year i remember my sister grace had a hannah montana wii game and she forgot to save her progress and the next day i just heard her yelling in the other room i don't think i knew anybody that was uh, wealthy enough to have a ps3 on launch <laughs> uh it was a gift from a wealthy family member i think what the wii did such a like a good job of doing beyond just being like the family console was keeping up with the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox in terms of the games that were being ported to all three. I think you can say what you want about it being a watered down version, but the fact that games like Guitar Hero and Rock Band and the Lego games and even the sports games that were all being ported to the Wii and were even outselling in some cases just due to the popularity of the console. For the first time in video game history, and I think this is something we're going to see moving forward, it wasn't about the greatest specs. It wasn't about the best graphics. It was simply about the gameplay and the accessibility. And for that, I think the Wii is one of the most important video game consoles of all time, because I think it is the closest we have gotten to like a uniform, popular console. Um, I think there's always going to be this rivalry between Xbox, between Sony, Microsoft, and uh, yeah, Microsoft and Sony to to put out the best selling console and the one that just obliterates the other. But in my eyes, Nintendo is always going to have the popular pick, and I don't think that any con like console that they've made has represented that better than the Wii. I would rather see the Wii over the Switch. I, I think the Wii can honestly take the Xbox One too, but... I mean, in terms of sales, it sold double. But I think also a big part of that is how people view gaming. And the things that the Wii set as a precedent, you wouldn't even... People wouldn't care about the Switch if it wasn't for the Wii. The big reason why there is a huge appeal to the Switch right now is because the people that care about getting a Switch right now grew up playing a Wii. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I'm with Nate on that. I don't. I think that if the Switch was more similar to the Wii U in its UI and it was more of a direct Wii successor like the Wii U was, then we would see that. But I think that... But the Wii U was a successor to the Wii and it flopped. 
I don't even like the Wii as much as you guys, but I really like the Switch. I think that what you're saying about its concepts are really valid, but I think that we're getting into a space where we're talking about success and money instead of the games that were actually on it and what it does for... I'm just talking about impact as well, though. I mean, like, five years from now, do you think people are really going to be having this pissing contest between their Xbox, whatever it's called now, up against the PlayStation 5? And like, oh, well... I think five years from now, people will probably be still playing Switch games, but who's, who's like, picking up a Wii right now? My friend's actively searching for a Wii right now because hers is starting to break. In five years from now, who the hell is going to be playing an Xbox One? Literally nobody. This is why the Xbox One should be placed next. The Wii has been out of production for three years, and I know people still searching for one. Okay, five years is a long time, but three years probably some people are still playing the xbox one it's the playstation 2 of this generation and uh, the, there's not going to be much of a big difference when it comes to i guess graphics and that between the xbox one and the series x because they already said uh, when that new halo thing dropped in the other games they're all going to be available on xbox one and they're going to be just as good on the xbox one which is it's the same thing that happened with the last release of the xbox one things were released on the 360 and the xbox one but the 360 but the three but the 360 and xbox one had significant differences i don't know I, I don't know how much of a significant difference the xbox one and the series x will have compared to the last two generations because we've hit such a high when it comes to graphics when it comes to immersive gameplay probably the only thing is vr which is the thing xbox really isn't into right now sony's all in on when it comes to that unfortunately they're not they're not really outlining their plans for the psvr2 for another few years which i'm extremely disappointed about they are allowing support for the current psvr on the new console yeah but that's not what i want i want the upgraded version yeah that's that's all we have for now which Virtual Boy was placed way below this. We don't care about VR. Virtual Boy fucking sucks, Alden. <laughs> but it was the first... And it fucking sucked at it. There's a reason that it didn't happen for another 20 years. Let's stop talking about the Virtual Boy. <laughs> Alright, I want to play something because it's been a fat minute and this is going to be a bitch to edit. So, at number 16, it sounds like we are between the Xbox One, the Switch, or the Wii. Can we narrow that down to two? Are we trying to save the Xbox One here? Is that what's happening? Uh, I would like to see either the Wii or the Xbox One go here. I feel like there's more of a push to save the Switch. I would take Switch out of the equation. I agree. Okay, sweet. So we're between the Wii and the Xbox One. Do we want to, like, vote here? I think we'll be split. Sure, I think it's tied, though. So Jory and Josh are with Xbox One and me and Alden are with Wii? No, I want to put the... Well, I don't know what you're saying, but I want to put the Xbox One at this spot. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're saying. Or uh, Wii, rather, at number 16. Based. Well, then I guess this is between the Xbox and the Switch. I can place the Xbox One here. Yeah, I'm glad the Xbox One made the top 15. I'm kind of disappointed because you said that the people will still be playing the Xbox One in a few years, but they could get the Series S and play all the games. I, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are just not going to buy the new Xbox console for a couple Yeah, the entire point of the fact that they're still available on the Xbox One is that you don't have to opt into the new generation if you don't want to, which I feel like a lot of people don't because... The next six months up to a year. Beyond that, there won't be any more games released on Xbox One. Like there was games released on the Wii. If you say so, Alden, I think that we have to wait till time will tell. Because there are still upgrades being offered for people who do decide to opt in for uh, the newer consoles that already owned games on the Xbox One. But I mean, we've seen this before with the last generation. But not as bold as what Microsoft is doing. When 
when the trailers came out for the PS4 and Xbox One, it would only say those games. When the trailers came out for the Series X, it would make sure, like, on the bottom, still says available for Xbox One. I don't think they want that console to die out in a year. I don't think they expect their sales for the two new consoles to be great enough. Okay, whatever. We're placing Xbox One here so we can stop talking about it now. All right, so we've got the Game Boy, the Nintendo Switch, and the Super Nintendo Entertainment System competing for the top three of the fuck category. I would like to see the Game Boy go here. I would not. I'm between the Switch and the SNES. I don't really know which of these I would want to win. I feel like that the Game Boy being the success that it was in handheld gaming and in mobile gaming is is incredible. I think its library of games is absolutely fantastic. But I think the reason why Nintendo is the brand that they are is the success that they had with the SNES and continuing game series from the first generation of the Nintendo Entertainment System into the second. And the reason why the characters and exclusive Nintendo titles are still relevant to this day is because of the Super Nintendo. I honestly, I could see the Switch getting placed here because I think everything that I love about the Switch wouldn't really be possible without the Game Boy or the SNES or the Wii. I agree. I mean, sure, but I feel like that's also because of when they came out. I feel like Nintendo putting out consoles that are as revolutionary as they are back when they did and basically doing their part to create what gaming is today like you can say that about pretty much any of these sure 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 but if the switch was as revolutionary as we are saying it is don't you think that the xbox series x and the playstation 5 would be evolving into some capacity to mimic that of the switch and they are straight up no but because that's only because they already tried that with the wii and it ended up being really bad investments for both sony and microsoft well sony developed a little differently, I guess, because of the PSVR. I mean, Sony ended up reusing the shitty PlayStation Move controllers for the PSVR, but I think that that was partially because they weren't successes. I think all three of these consoles are revolutionary in their own ways. I think that I think all three of these could have been married if they had been like given to different. I I think the historical stance is kind of irrelevant when it comes to these three. I think it all comes down to uh, what what just had the best library too. Yeah, I, I think in that case then we're taking Jory's stance on the Game Boy being next because it has aged the worst of these three and will continue to age the worst. The the SNES library of games, in my opinion, is untouchable with almost everything left on here, but definitely from Nintendo. Mm -hmm. I think that um, we've sung the Game Boy's praises. It basically creating the handheld market is incredible. But when it comes down to these three, I feel like... We have kind of seen the Game Boy's legacy almost realized at this point with the Switch, where we've seen console gaming and handheld gaming. We've seen that line become blurred, and now handheld gaming can be as good as console gaming. I agree. Yeah. And with the with the Game Boy, I mean, like, what is the best game for the Game Boy? Tetris? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Without the Game Boy, Pokemon would probably be something very different or not here at all. It probably wouldn't even exist. But I mean, the Switch and the Game Boy have sold around the same amount of systems yeah but the game boy was also alive for like eight years sweet game boy number here number 14 here on our greatest video game consoles of all time i think it's a great spot over the xbox one that's saying a lot so we are between the switch and the snes here for the top of the fuck category i'm not sure this is much of a contest i feel like just by the virtue of 
a lot of the SNES's greatest hits are on the Switch, I have to say the Switch should take this category. Yeah, I mean... But without the SNES, the Switch wouldn't have those games. Yeah, and the best games are now on the Switch, so I don't need an SNES. <laughs> but this isn't like a, a ranking on which one you're going to get. This is the best. Yeah, which is the Switch. Yeah, and the Switch has the benefits that the SNES has. Not only does it have the Super Nintendo games you like, it also has some great new games that I think are a lot better than the Super Nintendo versions. Games that came out 20 years later. <laughs> You're telling me the original Mario Kart's better than Mario Kart 8? But that's that's the awkward thing, is that... You're telling me that you don't want to play Link to the Past immediately followed by uh, Breath of the Wild? I never played a Link to the Past. Without anything that the SNES did, the Switch wouldn't exist, the games for it wouldn't exist. Yeah, but like we said with the historical argument going out the window before, we placed the Game Boy below the Switch. Like, I... Which I disagree with. Pretty much all these games moving forward has a historical significance. The SNES definitely has its cult following still to this day, especially in like, whether it be like the retro gaming sphere or the speedrunning sphere or like all these like different little cult groups but the switch is at like its mainstream hype like right now like the switch is more popular now than it ever will be i think like kind of weighing like pros and cons for its time the snes was great but it did have a contemporary rival in the uh sega genesis the genesis nothing is competing with the switch right now at any capacity especially in the hybrid console that it is being a at-home console and a handheld mobile console. I think that alone is kind of the reason why I think the Switch should move on here over the SNES because there were a lot of games being cross-port to the uh, Genesis and the, the SNES. And a lot of people grew up with, you know, one of those consoles over the other and had a great experience on one of those consoles. And I think with the Switch, if you don't have a Switch right now, you're missing out on mainline Nintendo for almost a decade. I think that's how long this is going to stretch with the amount of games that came out on the Wii U that are then ported over to the Switch. Not to mention you're playing those retro games, uh, the, the virtual console or whatever they call it now, like that library is huge. I, I think if you're a fan of video games, you own a Switch. And I think you could be a fan of video games and not have ever owned an SNES. That is one thing with Nintendo is that they can drag on something very mundane in terms of the technology involved for a decade or more exactly it's because they're the only mainline uh manufacturer that isn't like also a global conglomerate that makes a ton of other tech things and publishing their own games yeah they i mean the style and the and the gameplay of their games don't need the processing power that the other consoles do especially if they come out with a pro version like it's been rumored uh, that could really change the game too when it comes to the switch if they can come out with like even better games and like come i hope that they approach it with a game boy mentality and that it keeps getting these side grades that keep the line alive for like as long as the game boy was i think that's what they're going to do because that's essentially what they did with the the ds and it's what they did with the 3ds which we'll get to a later i kind of expect that to happen where they have uh upgrade that has backwards compatibility, but you would have to get it to play newer games, like the 3DS. I don't think that that'll happen. I think that we're still going to see the cartridges used. Sweet.
So did my argument sway us all? I was the only one SNES, so I guess this might have been a waste of time. I'm just going to read what we have so far. 31, Sega Nomad. 30, Atari Lynx. 29, Sega Saturn. 28, PlayStation Vita. 27, PlayStation Portable. 26, Game Gear. 25, Game Boy Color. 24, Switch Lite. 23, Sega Dreamcast. 22, Xbox 360. Oh my god, 21, Virtual Boy. 20, Philips CDI. 19, Wii U. 18, Atari 2600. 17, PlayStation 3. 16, Nintendo Wii. 15, Xbox One. 14, Nintendo Game Boy. 13, Super Nintendo Entertainment System. And number 12, the Nintendo Switch. Wow. <laughs> the fact that the Philips CDI and Virtual Boy made it over the Xbox 360. I love this <laughs> format. Bro. So we're moving into the, the consoles that we married. And honestly, I think you could make a case for these being the 11 greatest video game consoles of all time. We've got the original Xbox, the Nintendo 3DS, the original PlayStation, the Nintendo 64, the Nintendo DS, the Nintendo Entertainment System, the GameCube, the Sega Genesis, the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 4, and the Game Boy Advance. I'm going to say Genesis. Yeah. I'm also going to say Genesis. No. I'm going to say the original Xbox. Uh, mm. I'm still saying Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. The original Xbox might not have been what won that generation, but it did a lot for uh, online gaming alongside, uh, was that the PS2 or the, that was the PS2 generation? Yeah, PlayStation 2 and GameCube were its contemporaries and it sold significantly worse than both of those. Yes, and it still managed to create the most accessible online multiplayer play that generation and going forward set the precedent for what that would become. So I'm still saying uh, Genesis here. Everything about the Xbox just feels like a company's first time putting out a game console. It wasn't as polished as the PlayStation 2, and its library of exclusive games didn't rival that of the GameCube. I think it was the weakest of that console generation. And sure, it pushed online gaming forward, but that was inevitable and was coming either way because PlayStation 2 already had those same features two years before the Xbox. This is a no contest, in my opinion. Xbox belongs here at number 11. That was just a testament how really good that generation was when it came to like exclusive games yeah also speaking of like the exclusives that the original xbox did have halo combat evolved was on here and that at the time and like moving forward a little bit not to, uh still to this day but halo was such a huge name yeah i know we're not i know i know none of us are big i know none of us are but that wasn't a exclusive technically what it was released on pc okay but anyway i know none of us are big halo stands but that shit was huge. I mean, moving forward, that was majorly important for not only Xbox, but for that generation of uh, gamers. Yeah, and I'm not arguing it should go over the PS2 or the GameCube, and I don't think I'll make that argument, but I do think that it's better than the Genesis. <laughs> I just think that the, the Genesis being the first time Nintendo had a serious threat in terms of competition is something that shouldn't be understated in this list. And I think that some of the games that were ported to both the SNES and the Genesis, the Genesis had a better version of, specifically the Mortal Kombat games, but also a lot of Madden and other sports titles for its time. Whereas the Xbox, you could say it might have had as good of a version as the GameCube. The, P the PS2 almost always beat out the Xbox in terms of the multi-platform releases of that generation. I think the Sega is a better rival console to what was coming out than the Xbox was. 
And the only problem is like the Xbox is like slightly different enough from the GameCube for you to say that those aren't direct rivals, but the Xbox is a less superior version of the PlayStation 2. The Genesis and the Switch or the SNES rather are direct directly comparable and there's still ongoing discussion to this day over which one was superior. I agree. But I also think that the Xbox coming out to that same argument created the third pillar of what we now know to be gaming's big three. Can I say something really bold here? Sure. Can the PS4 go here? Um, I initially wanted to say that same thing, but I guess being the one person that played most of the PS4 exclusives, I want to hold off for a little bit. <laughs> no, I think the PlayStation 4 straight up destroyed the competition in the last generation of console gaming. I don't even think it should go here. Oh, it did, without a doubt. I think that unfortunately that's a case of the other competition limping to the barn, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Like, the PlayStation 4, even at launch, I was like, bro, I don't fucking want this. <laughs> I didn't get a PS4 until 2018. This is also going to be a bit of a hot take, but I can kind of see the Game Boy Advance being placed here, because the amount of Ooh, yo. the amount of time that the Game Boy Advance was extremely successful is extremely limited compared to its predecessor, and then it was also promptly replaced shortly thereafter. There's really only a stretch of four or five years that the Game Boy Advance was truly revolutionary and the predecessor to it was impactful for secure like for twice as long and then its follow-up was successful for also twice as long like the game boy advance is revolutionary but only for kids that were like thriving in the mid aughts like it immediately was destroyed by the ds and the game boy was way more impactful for a longer period of time kids that were thriving in the mid aughts well of course i know him he's me <laughs> you can watch rugrats in paris on your gba fuck yeah i can don't ever forget it <laughs> yeah i'm i'm still riding the genesis train here i'm still riding the xbox train yeah i'm kind of on xbox out of all these I don't know. Out of all these consoles, the Genesis seems the least inviting to me to go back to. I think that partially that's because of... The Xbox is the weakest to go back to. Why the fuck would anyone go back to the original Xbox right now? Yeah, especially when there's backwards compatibility that Microsoft is still offering for that, which is fucking fantastic. Thank you so much. Fuck you, Sony. I just want to play PS2 games. Yeah, for real. I mean, for a while before the backwards compatibility, which was like three years ago... I would go back to the original Xbox if I wanted to play your your Battlefront 2. They didn't have backwards compatibility when it first came out. No, not when it first came out, but it came out like shortly thereafter, like three or four years after. I was like 2017, because I remember um, when I started the Star Wars page, I couldn't stream Battlefront for like a year. And um, uh, maybe it was 360 back compat that I'm thinking of. Uh, might be. Yeah, it was in the... Uh, yeah, but, like, I would still go back to it and play, like, Battlefront 2 and some other, like, classic games. And, like, I don't know. I, I really like the X the Xbox setup. As we said, Xbox always be having, like, some of the best controllers. And um, it has a it has a really great design. I've The menu's iconic. When you start up that console, it's so, it's so, mm, chef's kiss. And, um... Maybe the um the first party stuff might be lacking, but I think that's only because the PlayStation Two and the GameCube were really thriving. Like it was a a monumental year for, or a monumental generation for all of those companies, and that generation is the reason why all three of those companies are still bump coming out with consoles to this day. Yeah, you're right. The Sega Genesis is number eleven. The Xbox 
needs to go next the xbox sure it wasn't the best console of its generation and it was probably indeed the worst but it made such a strong impact that it continued to thrive and is now seen as one of the pillars in in gaming microsoft had like a, a slow uh incline while uh sega had a very fast decline yeah they started with the best thing they contributed to the video game industry and then just took a nosedive m- moving forward i i agree with that argument so what did i miss number 11 sega genesis dope now number 10 probably xbox <laughs> that's fine i just it was nothing compared to the ps2 yeah not nothing, but it did lose that generation. It didn't just lose it. It's 24 million versus more than 155 million. Yeah, it lost that generation, but the Xbox was not a thing console. I was part of the 24 million and proud. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Where were you, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> that leaves us with the 3DS, the PlayStation, the Nintendo 64, the Nintendo DS, the NES, the GameCube, the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 4, and the Game Boy Advance. PS4. I was going to say 3DS. I wouldn't say either of those. What are you, both of you doing? Were you thinking N64 here, Jory? That's a little bit better. I almost wanted to say, like, either the original DS. <sighs> the Game Boy Advance is worse than the Nintendo DS by a landslide. I mean, you could play Game Boy Advance games in the DS, Jory. Like, that, I mean, <laughs> sure, but I have fonder memories yeah. of just the Game Boy Advance. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that and I think that uh, the DS Lite was much better than the original DS. Well, we're talking about the entire stretch of the ds absolutely why are we doing that for the ds but not for the game boy well the game boy advance is a different console than yeah but the game boy color wasn't a different console technically it technically was the ds Lite was also technically a different console than the original ds so was the dsi well no no the dsi was a different console but the ds Lite was not we're going listen we're going by scott the waz reviews and when he reviewed the Nintendo DS, he put all of them together. The GBA is, uh, it's a little more nostalgic for me, so I want to hold off on that. I'm fine with that. All right, cool. The PlayStation 4 it is. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be more fine with N64. The N64, what it really has going for it is, like, again, a cabinet of, like, 10 to 20 games that are just absolutely fantastic and that weren't available anywhere else. But that's really about it. It's Controller is one of the worst ever, period. No questions asked. So is the PS4s, to be honest. PS4's controller's not that bad. It's not that bad, but I don't like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it is rechargeable. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) It can't hold a charge for shit, at least not my controller. I don't like when I'm trying to, like, watch, like, The Dark Knight on my PS4 and that blue light is just, like, facing the screen. Just turn off the controller. That. You can also just turn (laughs) off the light. No, you can't. Uh, Well, I guess you can. I just want it to be dim, though. Okay, there's just a lot of, like, options for that controller with the Xbox One. It's not that distracting. (laughs) The PS4 just wants to be really bougie for no reason, and it pisses me off sometimes. The touchpad, like, there's a lot of tech in that controller that doesn't need to be there at all. It also feels really small and flimsy. Yes, and the charging is horrible i i feel like yeah i feel like i'm charging that controller multiple times a day if i'm just gaming all day 
yeah, mine sucks. So it sounds like we're putting the PlayStation 4 here at number 9? I'd rather not. No, I would rather see the N64 here. Because the PlayStation 4, while it's... Uh, I'm fine with the N64 going here too. While its uh, library is similar to the N64 and that its biggest attraction is its exclusives, it has a lot more of them that are worth your time than the N64 does. The N64 has some absolute bangers, but like Nate was saying, there are only like about 10 of them. I feel like years from now, though in like pop culture and movies there's still going to be references to the n64 i don't know are we going to really be like yeah remember playing fucking i don't know what's the iconic game of the ps4 the, the last of us the last of us too yeah no it wasn't the last of us because that was on playstation 3 <laughs> i would say probably spider-man god of war they've got a couple titles that'll probably hold up Jordan, look at me in the eye Look at me in the eye and tell me right now you want The Last of Us 2 to move on over Mario 64. I would like to see Mario 64 go far places, but I also really like God of War. There, there are so many games that are available on the PS4. The PS4, as much as I like the Xbox One, was what defined this generation. Basically, anything that came out in the last decade found success on the PS4. I think the main argument right now is for nostalgia between the N64 and nostalgia for the Game Boy Advance, and I just just think mass appeal the nostalgia for the n64 is significantly greater than that of the nostalgia for the game boy advance i agree i just like the gba i'm sorry jory but it had to be this way no it didn't it really did i saved you all of you so now that we've placed the game boy advance i think our our platform for discussion is is significantly larger because I'd be willing to put the Nintendo DS now, the N64, or the PlayStation 4. Between the N64 and the GameCube? I don't know. GameCube definitely had more, like, like cross-releases, but at the same time, its library of games is also pretty lackluster and it underperformed, whereas the N64, uh, it, its initial build carried it through an entire generation of consoles. Yeah, but the GameCube also has the GameCube controller and Melee and the best Mario and the best Mario Party games. Damn it, Jory. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> We've gotten rid of the Game Boy and the Genesis. What else? The Game Boy Advance, the Genesis, and the Xbox have been placed from this tier. We've got the 3DS, the PlayStation, the N64, the Nintendo DS, the Nintendo Entertainment System, the GameCube, the PlayStation 2, and the PlayStation 4. You know, I would almost like to see the original PlayStation pick put here. Oh shit, that is here. I think that the initial PlayStation destroys the N64 in every capacity. Yeah. No, I think 3D gaming has done much better on the N64 from the door than PlayStation eventually catching up with a new controller. Negative. Positive. Dude, there's no way. You're telling me that Super Mario 64 and Donkey Kong 64 are better than the entire Crash Bandicoot trilogy and Spyro trilogy. I think that the, just Super Mario 64 is better than all six of those games. That's such a shit take. I think it might be more iconic and it might be more nostalgic, but it's not better. No, I think it's better. Dude, it's it's straight up not. I'm telling you, I just got done replaying Super Mario 64, and there's a reason the game has like the fan base that it does, but it, it's it barely functions. It breaks all the time, and the fucking angle, the camera is horrible. Yeah, that's because it's an actual 3D platformer. It does more ambitious things than what Spyro does, and it's just a completely different game from what Crash is. Crash is kind of just a- Crash is like a 2.5D platformer, and it's more of like a hallway navigation platformer than it is like a true 3D platformer, but- Spyro's way more ambitious. The number of worlds, the hub worlds being bigger and greater than that of 
Super Mario 64. Yeah, it's more ambitious, but Mario 64 is better. I don't agree. The map, the, the amount of levels. No, dude, this is this is a stupid argument. Not to mention the amount of variety on the PlayStation and the fact that it could play CDs, bro. Like at the time in the mid '90s, that was huge. And the N64 was trying its best to create some sort of like follow up to it, like the 64 DD that was supposed to essentially make it 128 bits and was gonna allow it to compete directly with CD based games that only came out in Japan, like Nintendo knew that they couldn't compete with the PlayStation and were quick to release a disc-based console after the 64. They didn't even finish the initial slate of games that were planned for the 64 because they knew that they they had tough competition. Yeah, that's fine. The 64 is still solid and has better games. This feels like the meme where... Uh, the guy's getting angry and saying all these revolutionary stuff about the PlayStation, and then Jory's like, haha, Mario Go, bing bang boohoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think you're looking at 12 great games up against like an entire generation of groundbreaking titles with the PlayStation. I think I'm looking at 12 groundbreaking titles against an entire generation of okay games. I'm a Nintendo simp, but I think the PlayStation beats the N64 20 times over you can't even say like re-release of these games is a thing because all three that we've just talked about have been re-released what like super four spyro and crash they've all been re-released yeah but what what about re-releases well i'm just saying like the games themselves are all, all iconic all of them have their fan bases and i feel like we hear more about uh mario 64 but Spyro can't be understated. Crash cannot be understated. I'm not understating. I'm I'm just saying Mario's better. Well, you just called them okay games compared to Mario, and that's not necessarily true. Yeah, I agree with that. The PlayStation was successful out the gate. Because it also had other benefits to it. A few years after, and still didn't compete as hard. No, but it did 3D gaming a lot better. I don't agree with that. I don't know how you couldn't, Alden. It's a fully analog 3D. This is what gaming is still today. And this was the console that did it. Yes, the PlayStation also had 3D games and they did it very well. What do you mean after? It had 3D games with full analog control after the N64 did it, and before it was always an awkward experience. How far are we putting the 3DS? I would like to see the 3DS go above the original DS line. Should we place the Nintendo DS here then? I'd be fine with that. No. The PlayStation 4 left discussion mysteriously as well. We could place that. I feel like the PS4 should still be... I think you guys need to play a little bit more PS4 games before you say that. I think you're right, but I think missing out on the PlayStation 4, I can still call myself a video game fan. I mean, you can call yourself a video game fan no matter what you play. Don't care about other people's opinions. You could literally play Fortnite on your phone and still be a video game fan. I'm, uh... I'd be fine if the original PlayStation goes here. I am not. It was the first disc-based console. That's revolutionary in itself, literally. Do we need a tiebreaker? No. There's like four things that could go here, and the PlayStation's not one of them. Yeah, it is. I feel like we could place something below the 64 as well, as in the 3DS or the DS. Personally, this is just how I'm looking at it. I think the N64 is a better console than the GameCube, and I think the PlayStation's a better console than the N64. That being said, I think the GameCube's a better console than the PlayStation, and the PlayStation 2 is better than all of them. I think the GameCube is going above both the N64 and the original PlayStation. That's fine. That's what I just said. I feel like that doesn't really have much bearing on what we're discussing immediately, though. I just think the N64 should be number eight. I think that it should be the original PlayStation, and we're tied up, because Josh agrees with me. I think it should be the 3DS. And there's nothing else you guys think could go here. 
I think the uh, original DS line could be fine here. I think one spot over the Game Boy Advance is fine. Yeah, why are you guys placing the 3DS over the DS? I don't understand that. Because the 3DS can play all of the DS games and has a much wider library. But it can't play Game Boy games. You also lost a ton of functionality from the DS, as in remote play and pick to chat. You don't have any of that. It has download play. The 3DS also did a fantastic job of carrying Nintendo's brand after the failure of the Wii U. It essentially took over the mainline series that the Wii U failed to deliver on. The, the 3DS had a very slow start in terms of sales, but eventually it caught up and surpassed that of the Wii U by a landslide. I think the 3DS was kind of Nintendo realizing that mobile gaming and handheld gaming could actually surpass that of console gaming and is the reason they went the route they did with the Switch. I think the 3DS is a very important console and the fact that we got games like Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, and Pokemon X and Y that changed like staples in Nintendo's catalog moving forward, I think is is borderline revolutionary. Yeah, I think it's also seriously impressive if neither of you guys played the 3DS very much, the power of that thing was like the promise of what the DS was when they put out a game like Mario 64 3D. Super Mario 64 DS, yeah. Um, in that, like, it can play 3D games, but you still had that super low fidelity. But, like, the 3DS games look great, and they run fantastic as well. I still find the DS to be more iconic but I guess it makes sense. I'm fine with either the DS or the 3DS going here. I just would prefer the 3DS to be below the DS. I also would prefer the 3DS to go lower, but I'll be honest, that's just based on bias. I did not have a 3DS. Um, my sister did. It looked, it looked cool. I just never played it. I agree with you with its... Uh... Also, the XL variants were godsends. Yeah, the new XLs are incredible. I guess the DS can go here then. The DS, number eight on this list. So now that that's been placed, we can place the 3DS, but I think we should place the PlayStation or the N64. Uh, I feel like the 4 might be fine. You know what? If we're going to go, if we're going to keep going with uh, classic consoles like there are available moving forward, and the 3DS is going to be like the newest thing on here, we can place the PS4 here. That's fine. Oh, we can place the NES. Uh... Nah, I feel like the NES is too important. <laughs> But the N64 is also? Yeah. And the GameCube is also? Yeah. I think the NES is more important than the N64 and GameCube. We gotta get rid of a Nintendo console soon, guys. Yes, thank you, Josh. And I think it should be the N64. It's the weakest of those three. I also don't want to see the original PlayStation move on beyond it. I do. Okay, well, I don't want to see the PlayStation go lower than the PlayStation 4. Okay, so do we want to place the PlayStation here? The PlayStation 4 or the N64, I am fine with going here. I'll go with the one that ends in 4. He means PlayStation 4. <laughs> I just don't think that the N64 should be higher than the PlayStation. The PlayStation fucking decimated it in that generation. I don't care who won the generation. I care what has the better games. And I still think it's the N64. Dude, the first PlayStation, that library is fucking huge and is still beloved to this day. Whereas the N64, it sure, it still has titles that are beloved to this day, but it's got like 12 of them. If we want to talk about how iconic the libraries are, look at how pitiful the lineup of that uh, PlayStation Mini that Sony put up was. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair, Jory. You know that. Isn't it? Isn't it? You want to talk about numbers? Let's talk numbers.
dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Best Buy having to give them away because nobody wanted them. The PlayStation 4, I think. Oh, well, uh, did Nate say you don't want to see the PlayStation 4 go above the original? Yeah, I feel like that's blasphemy, but I guess there's also the PlayStation 2, so I might just be holding on too much to my, my favorites and what I think are the most important. Well, I didn't own a playstation and i'm with you on this yeah but you also didn't see dr strange love <laughs> i'm sorry megan xbox 360 got placed at number 22. <laughs> <laughs> what about like the original playstation that's what we're in discussion of now the original playstation up against the nintendo 64. playstation all the way but just the, the nostalgia the the entire concept of having a console plugged into your antenna tv I don't know if y'all had Nintendo TVs. I did. Could you not plug consoles into TVs before that? It was. It was, like, it was, it like... was but Jory's thinking that 12 games on the 64 are more important than the entire library and generation-defining console of the PlayStation. These are my friends, Megan. Listen to their takes. No, the PlayStation crawled, and then the N64 got up and walked. But Nate thinks that the wealth of uh, titles that were more easy to develop on this CD-based console are better. I rather, I rather a dozen fantastic games than a hundred good games that i might check out i agree all right whatever i'm done having this argument playstation number seven i don't want to hear it all cool all right playstation 4 is next that's fine yeah. fuck the playstation 4 all my homies hate the playstation 4 except for me apparently i like the playstation 4 but i think the original playstation should be placed above it all right so our top five is the nintendo 64 the nintendo 3ds the nintendo entertainment system the GameCube, and the PlayStation 2. I can either see the 3DS, the N64, or the GameCube going here. The NES and PlayStation 2 are untouchable at this moment in time. The NES and the PlayStation 2 are completely untouchable right now. Yeah. Um, no, I would be fine with 3DS here. Yeah, same. Fifth best console of all time. That is perfectly fine for the Nintendo 3DS. It carried the strongest brand through several years of recession, but it's not that great. It's interesting that from this list, it's the best modern console. Slightly better than that of the PlayStation 4. Hey, if they made better modern consoles, this wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> they did. It's called the Xbox One and Switch, but they're in the fuck category. I don't think the Xbox One would have gone that far. I also love it. I think it's underrated, but... I think both the Xbox One and Switch are better than the PS4. I think the Xbox One's only strong point is the fact that they had the Xbox One S. Uh, weird take, but... Okay, but anyway. 3DS best mobile... A uh, console makes a lot of sense. I think it was the pinnacle of where that goes. Because, like, now we have the Switch where the line is blurred so much. And then you've got people playing games on their phones. Like, the 3DS is the end of mobile gaming, in my opinion. There will be a point when the Switch passes the 3DS in sales. And that'll probably be in the next two years. It'll probably be, like, in the next couple months. <laughs> and it's weird, the 3DS... um kind of came out at the height of mobile games where you had your angry birds your temple run like really dominate um pop culture for a little bit so we've got the nintendo 64 the nintendo gamecube the nintendo entertainment system and the playstation 2 okay now we can place the n64 Jeez. yeah yeah jesus that's really high no it's not you guys just are mean yeah i agree with jory i think it belongs in the top five i no. All right. <laughs> We're between the GameCube, the PlayStation 2, and the Nintendo Nintendo Entertainment System. Nintendo. Nintendo. Let's get Nintendo in here. 
I think that the NES is the probably most influential video game console of all time, and I think is extremely important. And it establishing the library of games that it did is great. I think calling it the best Nintendo console alone is weird, and calling it the best video game console of all time is also a little weird when we've placed the Super Nintendo at 13. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I think the NES should be here at number three. I agree. I agree. That's fine. This is going to be a debate. I don't know if it will be. I, I'm not sure. So, Jory, why is the PlayStation 2 winning? I think you want to choose somebody else for that, because I have a feeling it's going to go that way, but I'm not going to be the person to make the argument. <laughs> Same. Alden, why is the PlayStation 2 winning? I never owned either one of these consoles. Really? That's kind of crazy, Josh. He owned an Xbox. <laughs> oh, I guess you did. Yeah, you had Xbox. <laughs> I was the ex. I was part of the 24 million. My gut, like, I really want to say that the GameCube goes over for me. I feel like there's just more games that I care about on the GameCube than there are on the PlayStation 2. And I know that the PlayStation 2 has the largest library of any console, period, physically. But just, like, it doesn't have the amount of exclusives that I always come back to. And I'm always like, oh, like, I wish I could play this game. I want to play this game so bad. Like, Super Mario Sunshine was just re-released for the first time. And sure, it's not the best port ever, but it's still, like the amount of attention that that got says a lot about the love for that generation of nintendo it's almost like it was attached to two better games it's not like <laughs> yeah dude the sunshine is the one getting the least discussion right now i think sunshine was the one that was the most hyped to see the announcement for i don't think so it was it was super mario 64 then galaxy then sunshine bro <laughs> i don't think so both of those games came out much sooner stop being mean nate <laughs> I don't know anyone. Is that it? I was excited to play Sunshine because I didn't... I don't know anybody who was excited to play Sunshine. Yeah, all the people that never played it, who got their first chance to finally play it like Josh. People who hadn't played it since they had a GameCube around when they were a kid like me. That's the biggest thing for Sunshine is that people hadn't played it. People had played in six, or Mario 64. Games like Super Mario Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion, uh, even games that like aren't that big but still have cult followings, like games like Kirby Air Ride, things like that. I think that the GameCube is much more interesting exclusive-wise, and it's still the only place that you can get them. And it did come out here with the best, one of the best controllers ever, period. I was about to say, so if we're talking about a console, everything's got to come into play. First party games, GameCube's got some iconic ones that are still being used today. I mean, Smash Brothers Melee, there's still tournaments for that shit going on all the time. Um, GameCube controllers, awesome. The console design is really, really dope. You had that handle on it so that you could take it with you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the case is iconic. Like, the GameCube's got a lot to offer, and so is the PlayStation 2. I think PlayStation 2, from like, I think from a movie sense, the box office of the PlayStation 2 is really important. Um, like I said before, uh, Sony marketed that console perfectly by being the cheapest DVD player on the market. It was for it came out at the perfect time, both culturally and uh, marketing wise. But we're talking about the best gaming console and gaming games that just seem so much fun for not only a child but for an adult i think the gamecube has a really good mesh of that and also third-party stuff both playstation 2 and gamecube had really fun third-party stuff so it's hard to debate those two they both kind of they were both in the same generation so you had your battle for bikini bottom on both you had your um 
I'm going to be the only one to talk about this, but you had your sports games on both. Madden 08. Was Madden 08 on GameCube? Probably. <laughs> was Guitar Hero on GameCube? I know Madden 08 was on PlayStation 2. You know everything that came out at that time was on PlayStation 2. Let me see if it's... Yeah, it's on GameCube. <laughs> Yo, dude, I want the GameCube version of Madden 08. Was, uh, were the Grand Theft Auto games on GameCube? I don't believe so. Oh, that's a huge L. Yeah, that's like five games. It's uh, three games, right? San Andreas, Vice City, uh, GTA 3. There was like, yeah, three GTA games. There was three major games and then like their tiny spinoffs. Um, I think like, <laughs> I think like <laughs> the biggest argument for the N64 and why it got so far was was its exclusive titles. But I think the N64's exclusive title library is stronger than that of the GameCubes. Yeah, it's also stronger than the original PlayStation, but that was an issue. <laughs> The PlayStation 2 is the most successful gaming console. To me, it's the first modern gaming console because it has everything that every gaming console now has except the definition in which it plays the game and the quality. That's it. Everything else is on the PlayStation 2. And I guess you could say the same about the GameCube, but like the format's changed entirely. No one's using these fucking pocket-sized discs. They're they're using CDs or DVDs, like the PlayStation 2. Or downloads. Or downloads, which also I don't think was available on the PlayStation 2, but it's... Yeah, neither of them it was available. But their abundance of internet play is significantly greater on the PlayStation 2 than... I don't even think it was available on the GameCube. Don't quote me there, but... Uh, I'm... I think there was probably like an attachment or a thing. Speaking of multiplayer, how about the best Mario Party games and Smash and Mario Kart? And trust me, I'm a I'm a bigger Nintendo fan than I am a PlayStation fan. But all of those things were available on the console generation before and after. The GameCube just happened to meet the stride gameplay-wise for, a, again, a handful of exclusives. It was also still uh, doing four-player local multiplayer that the PlayStation was not doing at the time. Um... Yes, it was. There were four-player multiplayer games for the PlayStation 2. I owned multiple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but did they have like four controller ports? I thought it was only two. There was an attachment, and then there were also versions of the console that had four. But the base console, no, did not have four controller ports like the GameCube did. And again, I think that was the biggest argument for the 64. I think the 64 and GameCube are so similar, except that the GameCube was finally not stubborn enough to be disc-based. And that's the only reason it's better than the 64 because it could have games developed for it that were also developed for the PlayStation and the PlayStation 2. That was the biggest problem with the N64 was that its library wasn't big enough to compete with the PlayStation because people had to develop specifically for cartridge and it was too difficult for third-party developers. But that's why the PlayStation 2 is so fantastic because it set the precedent for game developers moving forward. And expensive. And it's the reason why games today are offered on all platforms except whatever the fuck Nintendo's doing with their cartridge-based systems. But they still are offered on those systems. Sometimes, if the companies are willing to spend that much money, but how long did it take for us to get a Doom port to the Switch? That wasn't because of lack of interest, that was because of how long it took to develop. Again, which is the same problem. It was announced, like, day and date. <laughs> Had it just ended up not working out that way. I don't think CDs are that revolutionary. In fact, I think that they've kind of led to a detriment in the uh, 
game development as a whole. There goes Alden. Just because I think that it let uh, game designers get complacent. And that there was no need for optimization anymore. And that's why today we have games that are like 100 gigabytes plus in size because they don't care to do the optimization that people don't really know about i'm still going with gamecube on this one i feel like like we were saying before i would rather have the uh library of not as many but better games than just like a wealth of like games that i'm probably never gonna play but does the ps2 have this (laughs) the ps2 this is the ps2's day of reckoning i wouldn't i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy day of reckoning is good shut up I've never played it, but I think that was the only wrestling GameCube exclusive. I wonder if Alden's coming back, but if he doesn't, then Josh and I can vote GameCube over with two votes. I'm casting my final vote for PlayStation 2. I don't even think this is a contest, but if you guys want to put the GameCube, that's fine. I want to put the GameCube. That's so wild to me. I'll put I'll put the GameCube. GameCube's not even as good as the N64. Here it is. The best video game console of all time. <laughs> <laughs> This is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is the days of future past. All I'm saying is that Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door wasn't on PlayStation, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, Kingdom Hearts wasn't on GameCube. Yeah, but uh, the one is worth caring about, <laughs> and it's not Kingdom Hearts. Honestly, you're right. It's the same type of people that give that much of a shit about Paper Mario Thousand Year Door that care about Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Is it? The difference is what console they own. Yes, 100%. I mean, I care about uh, Super pa- or Paper Mario, and I hate Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, have you played Kingdom Hearts? Yes. Did you grow up playing Kingdom Hearts? No. I feel like it's more to do with Disney characters being in it, though. Cool. Well, I can't wait to boot up Final Fantasy X on my Nintendo GameCube. A lot of people think that's the best one in the series. Imagine a GameCube mini. It's like a little cube. I think they made Yeah, I kind of want it to happen. No, they haven't yet. It's probably coming, though. Oh, yeah, Resident Evil 4 was on the GameCube. Was it on the PS2? Probably. Yes, it was developed for the PlayStation 2, and then they half-assed it over to the GameCube. But the GameCube one is better. <laughs> sure. Why does everybody talk about the GameCube one? Because you own a GameCube, so it's the one you paid attention to. What are you talking about? I didn't have a GameCube when I was a kid. My brother did. Well, let me just read the top 31 video game consoles of all time, according to Duel of the Takes. (laughs) (laughs) 31, the Sega Nomad. 30, the Atari Lynx. 29, Sega Saturn. 28, the PlayStation Vita. 27, PlayStation Portable. 26, Game Gear. 25, Game Boy Color, 24, the Nintendo Switch Lite, 23, the Sega Dreamcast, 22, Xbox 360, 21, Virtual Boy, 20, the Philips CDI, 19, Nintendo Wii U, 18, the Atari 2600, number 17, the PlayStation 3, number 16, Nintendo Wii, number 15, Xbox One, number 14, the Nintendo Game Boy, number 13, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Number 12, the Nintendo Switch. Number 11, the Sega Genesis. Number 10, the Xbox. Number 9, Game Boy Advance. Number 8, the Nintendo DS. Number 7, the original PlayStation. Number 6, PlayStation 4. Number 5, Nintendo 3DS. Number 4, Nintendo 64. Number 3, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Number 2, 
PlayStation 2, and number one, GameCube. Wait a minute. <laughs> because we lost. Democracy fall had fallen once you left, Alden. This is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. Yeah, this is... Uh... A shit list? Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is the most controversial list. This is the stupidest list we've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't understand how a console that sold 20 million units is outplacing one that sold more than 155 million. But this one made more money. Why didn't it win? It didn't just make more money. It was in more households. This one made more money. More people played the games. It's the best. Guys, did you know Avengers Endgame is the greatest movie of all time because it made $2 billion, Troy? I believe that. It's not the stance that I have. <laughs> but I do think if I was to compare uh, the MCU as a whole to the DC Comics Extended Universe, then I would say the MCU is better, and therefore the PlayStation is better. The GameCube is better than the DCEU? No, but you would have to compare the MCU to every movie series ever. Listen, this was the day of reckoning Papa John was talking about. I'm gonna be really interested to see what our gamer friends think of this list. Apparently, I'm the biggest gamer on the channel, though. No, I'm not sending this video to anyone. Yeah, the biggest gamer thinks that Super Mario Sunshine is the most beloved Mario 3D platformer. No, but I do think that it was the most exciting to see ported to the Switch. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to playing it for the first time, and then I played the first 30 minutes and didn't play it again. So I'm really, really happy it got ported to the Switch. Don't be salty, Nate. You're right. It doesn't matter. It's dual the takes. <laughs> yeah, Super Mario Sunshine's better than two God of War game. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Duel of the Takes. If you haven't already, check out the Duel of the Takes YouTube channel where we have highlights of every episode, bonus lists, as well as comedy sketches and more. Also, give us a follow on Instagram. If we ever need a tiebreaker, we will go live on Instagram to you, our audience, to get an answer. If you want to be a part of the discussion, check out our Discord channel for movie debates, hot takes, gaming moments, and more. And as always, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.